What up, guys and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of Fright Mike. I'm Liz. I'm Sam. And we are in a brand new month. New month, new theme. Spooky season is over, although on this podcast it is year round. <laughs> and in our hearts. <laughs> Spooky all year round. Yes. I know. I'm sad that Halloween is over. The best time of the year is over. I know. But now we're into mashed potato season. <laughs> That's true. Mashed potatoes and sweatpants, baby. <laughs> I cannot wait to hibernate and watch even more scary movies. Me too. But of course, this month we are throwing it back. We are doing an entire theme of noir Vember. So Hold your applause <laughs> for that theme name. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and we are like hitting it back with all these noir type, neo-noir type yeah spooky movies definitely um i was saying out of left field i was gonna say all black and white but one of them is not so yeah that's true that's true so not not just the silver screen and not just old ass movies yeah that's true i shouldn't have said old but like older most of them are old (laughs) most of them are older (laughs) even the one of them i think is from what like oh my god when did it come out the 80s late 80s early 90s ish so I would still say that's that's pretty old. Yeah. I mean, it's 2021. I don't want to think about that because I know. in my brain, it's always 90s, early 2000s. So I'm just going to... The 90s was always 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yes. Literally. Um, and that's the problem when you have, like, younger, like, either siblings or, like, my like my cousins will... Like, I remember when they were born, so they'll always be babies to me. Yeah. But now I see them and they're, like, 20 and they're, like, drinking with me and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's always the 90s. It's so weird. I think my one cousin, she was born um, before I could drive. Like, so she is 15 years younger than me. And now she's like a teenager. She has her own car and everything. She's got a belly ring. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What the fuck <laughs> you were a this? baby. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. I know. It's it's weird. It's to crazy. See. And I don't like it because it just reminds me that I'm getting older. Oh, so, yeah. Like you got older, it. but I didn't. I know. Not I, me, though. I still feel the same age, except when it hits like midnight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, so we're topping off this month. With a banger of 1944's Gaslight. I swear, these, like, older, like, 40s and 50s movies, they just hit different. <laughs> they do. They really do. Especially, so, I mean, I do, I love this movie a lot. So, I watched this for the very first time with my grandma, who, ironically, and I mean, I, maybe it's not ironic, but this movie came out in 1944, and she was born in 1944. Um, but she really liked this movie, and I had lived with her for a time, and I was like, what are you watching? And I was, I mean, I was like 20, 21 when I moved in with her, so I was like, oh, black and white, what are you watching? <laughs> and she was like, you'll like it, it's a murder mystery, kind of. And I was like, okay. And it was, I mean, I really liked it, but like, <laughs> watching it now with like fresh eyes, because at the time I came in like halfway through the movie, and watching the whole thing in its entirety for the first time, uh, <clears throat> the the verbiage or I guess like maybe like some of the lifestyle choices so like I own this movie I've seen it you know now I've seen it like a few times but like the first time I sat down to watch it when she was like or her husband was like what do you think the servants are for the servants the servants and I was like (laughs) (laughs) see that's what's and it's hard to watch like stuff like that because my brother is obsessed with like James Bond movies like all the old ones and it used to be so sexist. Yeah. That, like, if you, like, rewatch it now, you know, he's, like, you know, it's, it's man talk now. You get out of here, Money Penny. He's, like, slapping her on the ass. And it's, like, what? Right. A woman in the office? Yeah. Get out of here. Like, outrageous. And, like, the, the fact that, like, in this movie, there were so many times where they like, the men in the room would, like, tell her what to do, and she just would, like, comply, and it's, like, just so different now. Yeah. But, like, back then it was, like, you know, the norm. I think what I like most about, like, older movies is, you know how, like, everything has that, like, fuzzy effect? Yes. Like, it looks like you're, like, looking through it with, like, I don't know, foggy glasses. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Everything looks so, like, smooth. Everything looks so... Smooth, but fuzzy. And warm. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like, everyone's skin is, like, porcelain. Yeah. Like, her face in this movie is just so, like, 
Like a doll. Yeah, she's so delicate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why she was so, like, iconic. Ingrid Ingrid Bergman. (laughs) Who is the mother of actress Isabella Rossellini, who stars in another movie that we'll be doing this month. (laughs) Hint, hint, wink, wink, if you can figure it out. (laughs) Yes, so... Uh, yeah, this movie, uh, it, it's longer than I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's longer than I remember. Uh, I did not realize it is an almost two hour long movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which for the time I feel like is wild. I don't know why I feel like back then movies were like strictly 90 minutes yeah. or less. I don't, you know, even, because even when, I feel like they were even shorter earlier on because mm-hmm. of like, you know, film reels and switching things out and everything you could only have that time limit but i could be wrong i don't know no yeah but so this movie this is like really really something this movie has a 7.8 out of 10 on imdb and 88 percent of rotten tomatoes so we're we're popping here we're, we're pretty <laughs> high up there in the score area i know um a lot i feel like a lot of the movies that we tend to cover and I mean, a lot, so a lot of horror movies in general get, like, a bad rap, I feel like, especially score-wise, like, critic-wise, because they're just not, I don't know, people think they don't have substance, but people are wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, so they always tend to get lower ratings, so I feel like this is definitely up there. There's a few movies that we're covering this month that I feel like are up there the most, like, more than any other movie we've covered before. True. It's interesting. I feel like there was... Wasn't there one movie that we did where it was, like, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? It was, like, a certified fresh movie. I mean, we've done so many. I know. That I'd have to, like, go back and... Was it Host? Was it Host? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I'm sure there was. I feel like we probably were, like, twerking on the table. (laughs) Enjoy. Because we found a movie that was 100% fresh. Yeah. Never happens. Never fucking happens. I wonder what the highest rated movie is on IMDb. Because usually IMDb is, like, it teeters around, like, six to, like, seven. <laughs> right. Like, there are so, so many times where Luke and I will be trying to find something to watch. And he'll say, hey, this one got a 5.6 on IMDb. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, most of the most of the real okay ones have that score. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit on IMDb. <laughs> but I know that I'll like those the most. I know. Well, I'm because some of my favorite movies don't have good ratings. True. I mean, ratings are not everything. I never go off of something strictly on ratings. Yeah. But I do think it's funny when you're like, I mean, it got like a 5.7. And I'm like, most movies do. Like, yeah. most movies are very just like middle of the road on the score. I know. It's so rare when you get something like, I, especially on IMDb, like anything above like a 6.5. I feel yeah. like on our podcast, it's like very <laughs> unheard of. I know. Well, because it's not like a, it's not a Citizen Kane. It's not a Schindler's List. Like, those are like iconic movies. I probably have like an 8 point something out of 10 on IMDb or like a 9 point something, but not here. (laughs) Not not over here on Friday Night the Podcast. (laughs) Not Friday the 13th. No. 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 It's fine though, because I think they're more fun to talk about. I agree. You know, I like some wacky movies. I know. Well, see, the the dumpster fire movies always give me more content. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. they're easier and more fun to rip apart than like Academy Award winning movie, <laughs> The Piano, or I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, like what am I gonna say? Uh, I can't rip that shit the apart. The cinematography was great. Right. The acting was great. No, oh I need to, I need to like rip something apart. Yeah, no, I gotta have something funny to say. Not that what I, are we doing here? Not that I always feel good about shitting on people's work, but like if it's like intentionally not supposed to be great. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun. It's fun to make fun of. I like the good bad movies. Right. So bad it's good. I know. That's that's the sweet spot. <laughs> Um, yes, this one was definitely critically acclaimed. Yeah. And it's so, like, it just, it's like a window to it. And it, it, it is. It 100% is, like, a different time. But it's just, like, a window into a different time when, like, lights were controlled by gas I in the house. I fucking The setting of this movie is... Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. And, like, the, just the setup of the house and the clothes and like everything about this movie is so like eons different from anything that we see today yeah it's so wild 
Um, but that's why I like older movies, because lends to, yeah. I, mean, I don't even want to say, like, simpler times, because it was definitely, like, the woman stays in the house, and the man controls everything, and there are, I can't even, like, servants. Just the word servants. Like, the help. God, <laughs> right, the help. Like, oh my god. I think what I like about this movie and a lot of older movies are that they're almost, like, stage, like, made for stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they're usually in, like, one, basically, like, around one set or main, like, area. Like, this this movie takes place, like, probably 90% in the house. Yeah. Or just and, outside of. And it's so ornate and beautiful and, um, you know, it, but it's so simple. You know, she thinks she's going crazy, but they don't have to do some crazy effects because they didn't have effects. So, like, just the tapping and the, like, and her being able to have, like, show emotion. Yeah. For nothing, you know? Like, basically we get her spiraling downward this entire movie from nothing. <laughs> right. And it's, like, fully, like, you know, the term gaslighting is this. I heard it came from this movie. <laughs> yeah. I think there was an original gaslight movie before this one that never got popular oh and i think i think i swear to god i read that but like this is this is where the term came from is like this movie i love that <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely so like let's let's get into it we'll get into it the, the movie it. starts with basically a murder uh we see a young Ingrid Berger, Mer, Bergman. I know this is gonna be Ingrid Berger. <laughs> I've already botched. <laughs> her uh, her name in the movie is Paula, and she lives with her aunt Alice Alquist, who was a famous like opera singer and performer. And she was murdered in her London, I flat flat apart house. Yeah, there's like six levels to this house now. Yeah, and they're like. Um, connected because yeah. like they live in unit number what nine i wonder i don't know because in san francisco aren't they called like row houses i wonder if that's what they're oh, called oh yeah like in england yeah i don't know though I something like that yeah and uh all these years later she is in italy and because her aunt was a famous singer she's taking like voice lessons and whatever and her piano teacher is basically like, your heart's not in it, and it's because she's in love with somebody, and it's, or like, I guess her voice teacher, but and it's like, she's in love with the piano guy, who is like, is he older than her? He looks older than her. I think so. Yeah. The maestro. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Gregory Anton, um, who, he like, romances the shit out of her, and they get married, and it starts immediately this uh this gaslighting because she's you know he's like where do you want to live and she's like i don't care italy greece like basically just like wherever the fuck you know we could go wherever and he's like how about london he's specifically the house in the <laughs> i was gonna say he's so specific what he says like well how about the what the hell does he say it's like somewhere in a quaint village with like you know i don't even know the way he says it is it describes the house to a t and i'm just like Oh my god, it's starting already! Yes. We are t ten minutes into this movie and he's already a piece of shit. Yeah, he's already the fucking worst. Oh my god, this guy. I don't think I've hated... <laughs> I mean, that's probably not true. There are definitely characters that I hate, but I hate this one a lot. I actually was trying to think, and I was going to pose this question to you, but I guess I'll do it now because I was going to do it to the end. Do you think he's worse than Guy from Rosemary's Baby? Oh my gaslighting, god. Gaslighting everywhere on the horizon. <sighs> Motherfuckers. I think, I don't think he's, no. I think he is just marginally, marginally. Less evil. Less evil because he didn't get her pregnant to sacrifice their child. That's true. There he was a child was, involved. Yes. He was just money hungering after Jules. Like, he wasn't trying to kill her. He was just basically trying to get her crazy, send her away so he could have the house. Yeah. So. Still a piece of shit, though. Still definitely, like, I mean, neither outcome is great. No. I wouldn't want to be either one of them, but, yeah, I feel like. Although, I feel like God got away with it. By the end of Rosemary's Baby. That's true, though. I mean, we don't see what happens afterwards, but. He's got a whole ass cult to back him up. I know. You know. We He's got safe, man. He's got a circle. That's true. That's true. But. Gregory does not. <laughs> I can't wait. There's another movie that we are doing this month. 
where the husband is also a great big bag of shit. He's so good. Yes. And I think he's worse. I think I think the guy in the movie we're gonna be talking about next. Yeah. That is worse guy than this guy. Is worse than this guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I you mean know he definitely I mean? acts like a piece of shit. For like, sure. openly. openly. At least Gregory, Open like in the honest. beginning of this movie, he was all suave, like I got Gomez vibes from him a little yes, bit. Like yes. just like Oh, I adore you. Oh, mm-hmm. And he's got that like smooth, like I don't know, almost like a like a nice warm brandy like, <laughs> voice. Rich mahogany. Like, exactly. His voice is so like it's deep and it's smooth and he's got an accent and I don't know from where, but it's just like I can listen to him talk all day. And the way he says Paula. Paula. <laughs> <laughs> just be a voice actor. This guy should just be a voice actor. He might have been. I have no idea. I mean, other than Ingrid Bergman and fucking, what's her name? Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury, I had no baby. idea that was her until, like, I was like, why does she look so familiar? Like, her face looks so familiar. She was 18 when she yeah. made this movie. This is her first movie she ever made, and she's in this fucking movie. <laughs> I love her, though. She's, like, the sassy, like housekeeper <laughs> i feel and i feel like she's in cahoots with this like i don't know if she wants to sleep with gregory oh, i don't yeah. know what that vibe is but she's like i feel like she's part of the she's part of the problem honestly so i knew what this movie was about with him like gaslighting her but i was like are they like the the cook and the housekeeper that like live in with them are they also part of this as well because there were parts of this movie where i definitely for sure was like are they, like, are they, you know, is he hiring them to help him with this? Because he tells them right off the bat, too, like, don't bother her. Any questions, you come to me because she's unwell. She's unwell. Like, she's, yeah. she's crazy. So it's already putting her in that thing. But then it's also, like, the way that they talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when she's like, Nancy, I'm going out. And she goes, well, suppose the master asks where you're going. By yourself? Well, yeah. well what am I supposed to tell? Well, yeah, and then she, like, changes her mind. Yeah, like, they taunt her at times. Yeah. And then, you know, when she's talking about, oh, the light's going down, and oh, hearing noises, like, you all live in the same house, you're not hearing the same shit. Right, you don't so then see I'm like, that the lights are dimming? Yeah. So I'm like, are they, like, on his side? <laughs> right. Well, even, like, at the end of the movie with Elizabeth, where she's like, huh, what are you talking about? Right. Like, I couldn't tell if that was for her safety. Yeah. Or for, like, if it was for Paula's safety or for, like, Elizabeth's job security. Probably. You know what I, I mean? I don't know, yeah. Because, like, obviously everyone... Everyone's looking out for number one, you know? So, yeah. like, Elizabeth's probably like, fuck this, I'm saving my ass. Like, I didn't <laughs> see nobody. <laughs> like, nobody was here at any time. Crazy lady. I actually think that she was covering for... I think she realized. Because I think... What's his name? Um, Brian. Yeah. He... Which is a strange name for... Brian Cameron, someone in this era, I feel like. (laughs) Yes. Um, he kind of is like, you know, have her best interest when when you know he's talking to you, when he questions you about this, and I think she was kind of like, I didn't see anything. Well, especially feeding into the oh no, she is still crazy. Right. Wink, wink. (laughs) Especially because he tells her, well, what am I supposed to tell the master when he comes home? Which again, like again, language, like the master. Yeah. The master. Okay. Um, but she's like, what am I to tell the master when he gets back? And he says he won't be returning. So probably it was a shock for her to come upstairs and see him in the house when he he didn't come in from the front. Right. So something something's up. Something is amiss. I mean, something is amiss from the beginning with the note. That's where it all the starts. The note. Surgis Bauer. We see him do that, like... That flip. Yeah. <laughs> From, like, ooh, lovey-dovey Gomez Adams to he snatches the note that she finds that has that is written to her aunt that was written only, or, like, sent to her only a f- couple days before she was murdered. Yeah. And, like, the whole time, too, so, like, all of the aunt's shit is still in the house, and the upstairs area is boarded off. So it looks like there's absolutely positively 100% no way to get into that room. And that's where a lot of her belongings are. Um, But there are some of her, you know, like some furniture still in the house. And that, yeah, she talks about a glove specifically where, you know, Paula remembers even when she was little, like the aunt only ever had the one glove. She said she gave the other glove to 
like an admirer a very special admirer and then yes this note and she's like yeah from a i don't know Sergis bauer which again like that's a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fake name. <laughs> but, uh, he's like, give, 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 give me that note. And he snatches it up and he hides it in his desk. And he keeps, like, saying things to her like, oh, well, this, it's too upsetting for you. This is too upsetting for you. You you and your feeble female mind. Oh, my God. He is the fucking, okay, I, I feel like I'm gonna, like, take a shot every time I say he's the worst. But he's the worst. <laughs> he does it all, uh, you're so forgetful, like, you're seeing things, you're, the, oh, he just drives home the fact that she's forgetful. Like, remember you, you misplaced it. Are you, are you okay? Are yeah. you, like, losing your, she plans these ideas on her head so early on that I'm like, ah! I know. And she, like, unfortunately, she's in love, and she is now in this, like, I'm, I'm sure that the atmosphere, like, the home that she's living in, knowing that her aunt was killed here, like, that obviously would play into some of the paranoia also, you know. And she found the body there. Yeah, yeah. So, things are not going well. Well, they're going well enough at first. Like, they go out for a day on the town, I guess. They go to the London Tower. And she does. Like, she calls him on his bullshit a few times. And he always, like, finds a way to, like, get out of it. So, he gives her a brooch. They go to the Tower of London She's looking in the bag for her brooch. She can't find it. She goes away. And, like, granted that he's, like, he's, like, oh, I've never been to the Tower of London before. Let's go, let's go do that. And she, like, kind of walks away from the group. And he's, like, what's wrong? She's, like, oh, nothing. It just was getting stuffy. Like, let's, let's go. And then, um, she wants to go home. And he's, like, no, no, no. He's, like, we gotta see, like, the, the, the crown jewels are over there. And then the this. And she goes, well, how do you know that? And he's, like, what? What? <laughs> no, no, what did you say? And, he's like, and she's like, no, what did you say? What? You've well, never, you've been, never here. been here. How do you know they're over there? He's like, oh, well, the, the guide told us. You, oh, t- did you forget already? And she's like, no. <laughs> but then we also see Joseph Cotton, uh, who plays Brian Cameron for the very first time. And he, like, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so he was in another one of my favorite movies called Niagara with Marilyn Monroe. And that one's also kind of a thriller. Ooh. But in that movie, he plays her husband, so he's the bad guy. Ah, yes. I don't like that. <laughs> I know, I know. So it was good to see him in, like, a, a nice you know, guy role. Yeah. Um, and I think he was a little bit older in Niagara. I think that came out in 55, so okay. like 11 years later. Yeah. Uh, but any, anyway, so he, like, gets this, like, crazy look on his face and, like, kind of, like, tip of the hat to you, madame, kind of thing. And so she is polite and she, like, curtsies back. And, of course, Gregor's like, I'm <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, who the <laughs> fuck is this? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, I never met him, but he bowed. And he was like, well, do you, does that happen often? Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and it's only because he looks, or she looks a lot like her aunt, which is a point that is made a lot through this movie, that she looks just like her. So he basically is like, oh, I thought I saw a ghost. Yeah. And then they get back to the house where she's trying to scramble away from him. And he's like, oh, also, can I get my brooch back? Mm. Which, like, Why? You gave it to me. Yeah. Why do you need it? I know. It's because he was purposely doing it. Exactly. He was purposely, he's the one that took it away, and... And we do find that later. Yeah, we find out at the end that he took it, but, like, took it back. But he makes her think that she's going crazy, and I know that's the point of the movie, but it still infuriates me. I know. I know. There's, like, so many little things, like, basically it's the same shit throughout the movie, and she just gets, like, more and more crazy so like we start noticing like she's looking up we're kind of looking where her eyes are and we notice that like the lights they they dim and she keeps asking like nancy and elizabeth if they've turned the stove on downstairs or you know whatever because the gas comes in through these pipes in the house and they're like no so it's kind of like you know like uh in some houses when you're like someone's taking a shower and then they like Turn oh, the sink yeah, on or flush yeah. the toilet, and then the water gets crazy. Everything, everything flickers because I have shitty electricity. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, maybe someone's using it. But they're like, no. They're like, you know, she asked Nancy, like, is Elizabeth in there? And she's like, no, Elizabeth was asleep an hour ago. Or she'd ask Elizabeth, and she's like, no, Nancy's not back yet from being out on the town. Um, but then there's this also like other side plot with Brian where he works for Scotland Yard. He knows the Alice Alquist case like 
front and back. I was confused at first as to what he was exactly, because he's, like, ordering the police around. I'm like, is he, like, higher up in there? But he doesn't, uh, you know. It's... They don't say. He, he just kind of traipses in, in, on in there and just starts giving orders. Yeah. He's, like, friends with one of the p- other police officers, and it's just kind of like, we need to reopen this case. Although the one guy, the, like, detective that he talks to, or he looks... The constable? The constable, I should yeah. say. Yeah, he... It almost seems like he's kind of like, oh, no, we're not reopening. That case was closed. Like, it's, like, weird. Like, I'm like, is he being paid off, too? Is everyone in this movie in cahoots? Because right. he just shuts it down immediately. And it's like, no, it's done. Like, nothing was ever found about it. And that's, it's over. But then okay. he's, uh-huh. it's shady because then he says, like, you know, he's he alludes to, like, these missing jewels. And Brian's like, what are you talking about? You yeah. know, because that wasn't part of the case. And he's like, oh dang it, I'm busted. He's like, well, there were a bunch of jewels and they were reported missing, but nobody ever filed anything, so, like, they're just missing. Yeah. And because, like, you know, Alice was this, like, famous singer or whatever, like, there's a portrait of her where it reminds me so much of, like, a portrait that you'd see, like, hanging in St. Petersburg, like, of, like, Mm -hmm. the Tsar Nicholas and family, like, very Anastasia- I love that it's hanging above her mantle, too. Yes. She's like, like this she's is the, my house. <laughs> she's the centerpiece of her life. Amen. Of her house. I love it. What and a diva. I know. I, ooh, maybe I should have Luke do that for me. I mean, just, <laughs> just a picture of me, though. Get a, por- a commission, a portrait. Yes. It'll be and me. furs. <laughs> It'll be Landon and I. <laughs> like, tongue-kissing each other. <laughs> Landon's my dog. He has since passed, but I feel like that would be a great memorial item. Honestly, I love that. I know. I love that for you. I, I w- I'll do it. I'll do the drawing. Yes, I'll pose nude. <laughs> I'm hired. <laughs> I've hired myself to do it. <laughs> I'll pay you. I'll spare no expense. <laughs> I'll draw you like my French girl. Yes. Oh, my God. Speaking of photos, <laughs> back to gaslighting. What a segue. <laughs> what a segue. Um, a picture goes missing. Mm. A picture not a picture. Uh, this shit was irritating, too, because she gets her uh, no. all jazzed up to go out to the theater for the night. She's so excited, and then his, oh, his face just drops, and he is like, mm. I know. So, like, this, this shit's nuts. So, like, a picture goes missing. She, wait, is this before or after the concert? Fuck. Remember, because it's that picture, and he's like, oh, this is before. The picture is before the concert? The concert where they go, they go the see family? that lady? Yeah, I think yes. this is before that. Oh, Okay. So, either way, yes, you're right. He gets her, like, super jazzed. She's like, oh, we were invited to this, they called it, like, a reception. I think it basically is just, like, a concert, like, a piano concert kind of thing. And the woman who invited them, um, she, I guess, was kind to Paulo when she was little and had, like, invited her, like, a bunch of places. So, she was, like, Paulo puts her foot down and she's like, no, we're, I'm going. Yeah. Fuck the you, fact dude. that he told them all, because Brian goes and he is like, "Oh, seat me at their table. Like, yes. I want to, I want to see what's going on." Because I feel like he knows, like, really early on that like something is up. Yeah, because we do see her. Like, he's talking to a nosy neighbor, and he's like, "What's the deal with them?" And she was like, "The lady of the house like never goes anywhere." And we see her come out. He's like, "Well, obviously she's going somewhere." But that's when Nancy's like, where are you going? What do oh, I tell yeah. them? Like, and then she her. Right. And then she just scares her so bad that she goes back in the house. And that's yeah. what the, that Mrs. Thwaites says. She says. <laughs> we didn't even talk about her. I know. What a fucking nosy Nelly. I love her. <laughs> Mrs. Thwaites. She's the neighbor. She's the across the street neighbor who knows exactly the room that the murder happened in. <laughs> Basically, like, the you town You can tell she was, like, the modern-day, like, true crime junkie. <laughs> yes, yes. She loves, she lives for this shit. Yeah. And she tells Brian, she was like, yeah, it's the weirdest shit. Like, she leaves the house, comes back, goes back, goes back in the house. Yeah. Like, she does this weird, like, you know, like, she leaves, she kind of, like, dances around right outside the front, and then she goes back in. And yeah. that's all we ever see of her. So weird. Yeah, so he's immediately suspicious of this yeah. piece of shit husband because he always answers for her. You know, yeah, he, he always says, Oh, my wife's unwell, my wife's unwell. And like, or she's not seeing visitors. Right. And even at this party now, it's even more suspicious because um, the lady hosting the party is like, Well, I can't seat you with them because, you know, she's not coming. And he's like, Oh, did she say so? And he says, No, her husband did. She she's unwell. Uh huh. 
Um, but they show up anyhow, and Brian is very excited, and he's watching them from behind, and, like, he must feel the eyes on him. Oh, yeah, because he turns around and is, like, doing the, the room scan. <laughs> yeah, he's the side eye. Yeah. And then... He, like, I don't know, he must be, like, a great, like, he would be a great pickpocket. Because the fact that he can put things in and take things out of her purse so easily without her noticing is insane to me. I think that's, like, Jewel Thief 101. (laughs) Yes, how to pickpocket. How do do you get a ring off of someone's finger without them noticing, Exactly. That's why I wear mine too tight. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But, like, he notices, like, out of the side eye that the guy who tipped the hat in the park, is now sitting behind them, and he has to make some sort of scene so that way they can leave, and so he tells Paula, in the middle of the concert, he's like, hey, my watch is gone, and she's like, okay. But I like, don't know why she pays so much attention to it, though. Because she's like, he's fucked with her so much that, like, like it's one of those things, you can see the look on her face, like, she knows that she's going to get blamed for it. I know. And she's trying to figure out, like, did I take it? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly love this scene, though. Like, I love the look on her face because, so she's just, like, there. She's finally out of the house and enjoying her life. Yeah. She's enjoying the music. He fucks it all up by saying that. And it, it, like, takes her a minute. She's still just listening to the music. Like, she's trying to process what he's saying to her. And just by him saying, like, my watch is gone, you know, then she slowly turns to him. It's, like, such a weird thing. But, like... And then it's just, like, so frantic in that moment. Like, she was had that, like, moment of peace, and now it's, like, gone, ripped away from her. Yeah. Like, so many times in this movie where it's so frustrating. And just, the, it's like, the acting, like, just her emotions alone. Like, it's, it's so good. She was so good in this role. But, uh, yeah, he, he reaches into her purse and pulls out the watch, and then she starts, and then she's like, no, no! Makes a scene. <laughs> then they gotta leave. He tells the woman, he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, we tried. She said she was feeling better, but she's just not well. And, uh, meanwhile, this, like, constable that Brian has talked to, like, has been kind of, like, watching them. And, uh, so, like, they, I think he, like, follows him. Or, I mean, I know Brian follows him, because, like, they meet up in, like, that alley after yeah, they're trying to scope the place out. Right, to figure out what the fuck is actually going on. And, like, all the while he's, like, yelling at Paula, telling her that she's forgetful. There was a cool thing where, like, a picture goes missing. And he, she's like, well, maybe it was, you know, Nancy and Elizabeth. He brings them both in, makes them kiss a Bible to swear on it. She does the same thing. He doesn't believe her. And he goes, find the picture. And so she goes and looks, and she finds it behind, like, a clock. And he's like, so you knew where it was. And she's like, well, someone had hit it here twice before, so I just assumed if it went missing, I'd find it here again. Yeah. And then, like, with the pocket watch thing, he, like, really goes off on her afterwards, and she's, like, really upset. And he tells her that, you know, he looked into her history and her mom, she was, like, she was insane. She was a mad woman, and she died when Paula was one year old, and she was locked in an asylum, and she died with no brains at all, and, like, yeah. just saying, like, the most upsetting things to And her. he even almost threatens to call doctors. Yes. So, like, two have of her them. taken away. Yeah. Yeah, because she'll need two doctors to handle her. To handle her crazy. And then he mentions, because she says something about the note again that she found in the beginning, and he's like, what note? Oh, yes. I forgot about that, He's trying to cover too. his yes. tracks with that bullshit. He's so like, he's there was like, never no. a Sergis flower. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting so mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's true. Like, he, it, I think that's what you're, I mean, you're supposed to, because he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. He legit, he says, there was no note. I knew you were crazy because you were staring down at nothing, talking about this note. I feel like me watching this movie was like, Elle was like, liar! Throwing yes. the chocolates <laughs> at the fucking screen. I was like, ah, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch! Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm getting like remad all over again. I know, oh my god, just like oh. the worst human being. Jesus. Oh my god. Uh, meanwhile, he leaves. <laughs> he says, I've done enough here. And he goes for an evening stroll on a foggy, seemingly, like, rainy evening. And he passes the constable. And he's like, oh, shitty night, isn't it? And he's like, oh, <laughs> shitty indeed. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but he's, like, smoking a cigarette. 
he throws most of it down. What a waste. I, that's what I thought, too. I was like, wow, like, one puff and you're done. Right. He said, oh, fuck this. I love when, like, cigarettes were, like, thin and long. Especially, yes. like, those cigarette holders. Oh. So chic. So chic. <laughs> I'd rock one of those today. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse for me to wear, like, a costume where I can use one of those. I just need an accessory. <laughs> exactly. I love, it's all about I love a good accessory. <laughs> But, so, like, Brian and this constable, they, like, meet in the alley, and they're like, where did he go? And, uh, they discover that there's this, well, they don't discover, but they're like, oh, well, there's a series of alleys in the back of the house. He must have, like, gone into the back of his own house. And the guy's like, well, there isn't the back, like, excuse me, there's no back to, like, their house, but there is a back door to, like, house number five. And so they're like, hmm, that's pretty I think it's abandoned, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, It's, like, empty. <laughs> Yeah, and I like this cop. I mean, wow, how did he get his job? Because he's like, why would anyone want to go to an empty house, huh? I don't know, man. Figure it out. <laughs> Stop being a wiener and yes. do your job. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid money to do this job? You're awful at this. Honestly, though, it's so fucking cool that, like, you know, like, and toward the end when shit goes down, and they're just able to run out of the house and scream for a cop, and he comes running? Yes. Like, what? The, this town is so... I mean, I know it's a movie, but, like, it's... The area is so small, and there's always a constable walking around the streets that you can, within earshot of any moment, if you need a cop, or, like, whatever... Yeah. He's an right officer, there. he is right at your doorstep. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic service. I <laughs> I wish pizza guys were like that. Same. Domino's! <laughs> pizza Hut. Oh, Pizza Hut. Oh, I wish I could just think about it and they'd show up at my door. Although yes. I'd be thinking about it all the time. They should I would have sidekicks a... to be delivery people. I want to live in Pizza Hut, guy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> see, when I was younger, I always thought it'd be so cool if, like, I lived in a mansion and, like, I had my own, like, mall attached to it. A and, like, everything was free. Yes. Bitch, give me a food court. I want everything attached, all the food places attached to my house. And I want a hibachi table. Ooh, yes. Oh, oh, that hibachi fried rice. Are you mm. kidding me? I'd be so, I'd be 800 pounds. I know. Oh my God. I would never leave. They'd have to, my corpse, you'd have to take the roof off of my home to get me We would me scrape out. you off the hibachi because you'd collapse on it. I would be hibachi fried rice. We would just start cooking you until <laughs> Honestly, eat me. It's what I wanted. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what's going to be written on my grave. <laughs> on my tombstone. Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Bury me with some breadsticks. <laughs> she made. She was made into sushi. Oh. I, you Screw know being cremated. You want to be sushi. <laughs> Absolutely. Although, I do think about it sometimes. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, just like cremate me. Put me in like a really sassy, sexy, scary urn. Like a really massive like piece of, piece of work. <laughs> um, and like, that way I can live in a relative's home and just like, you could feel my presence. <laughs> just <It's> shaking. <laughs> exactly. Like, feel my energy. You know, like very foreboding. But on the other hand, I'm like, no, because if I'm cremated and there's a zombie apocalypse, which there will be, <laughs> how am I coming back? You know, then I'm just like, well, bury me with, like, my eye, like my phone, some breadsticks for when I wake up, I will be hungry, and, like, a pair of shoes. Yeah. Like, put my vans in the coffin, <laughs> you know? Like, I love that. Yeah, give me a spare set of clothes. I'm sure the ones I'll be buried in will be looking raggedy. Yeah. Well, by then it'll be like space suits. <laughs> oh shit! True. So you're gonna be in peasant rags if you show up. Yeah, it'll be obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be obviously the lower class in futuristic land where we're floating in cars. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that my flesh is rotting off my body. <laughs> Fine. Huh? No one will notice that. It's the clothes they'll notice. It's gonna be like death becomes her. <laughs> yes, me and my iPhone. 12 buried and I emerge and it's like the iPhone 800. It's just a microchip in your brain now at this point. I can't. But anyway, we're not talking about zombies. We digress. Yes. Brian shows up. Yeah, so Brian, he... He, uh, show, he shows up and shows heart. Absolutely. He says, I'm gonna see this woman whether you like it or not. Oh yeah. He busts on that bust through that door. He basically says, get the fuck out of my way, Elizabeth. I love that though, because that, you know, these... They make these women so feeble. They're like, oh, yeah, she doesn't have visitors. Like, oh. And then he comes in. She's like, no, 
stop, don't. Yeah, like Willy Wonka. No, <laughs> don't. stop, don't. Literally, that's them. I know. But he just, like, charges his way through, like, walks up the stairs. He basically just, like, pushes her face, like, face palms yeah, her like, entire head. bitch. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna move you over here. And, well, the best part was he goes, I'm a friend of Paula's. And then she comes down the stairs and she's like, my husband's not home. Go away. And he's like, no, I came to see you. And she's like, I don't know you. Please leave. <laughs> Just the blatant lie. Like, no, we're old pals. I don't know you. But, uh, uh he but finally... by this point, she is just like, oh, like, I don't even know, man. Yeah. A waif of a human. <laughs> she is looking. She's just like, doesn't have the strength in her anymore to, like, fight. Yeah. She just gives in to everything because he has just, like, pummeled her brain to there, mush. <laughs> there's even a part where she's, like, reading and it's just, like, she can hear his voice in her head, like, and your mother died crazy and alone, yeah. you know? And she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But yeah, he shows up and he is like, no, I'm your ally, I'm your ally. And, like, he pulls out a glove. And she's like, oh, shit, I know that glove. And it's the other glove of her aunt's. So, like, he was a young boy when he saw her in concert, and he loved her so much and was such an admirer that she gave him her glove. And he kept it all this time. So he's like, now you'll believe me. And he basically, he is, he's delicate enough with her, but, like, I, I like that he tell like, he, he's like, uh, yeah, you know who's up there, you know, because she's, yeah. like, he's helping her come to the conclusions herself. Yeah. And I feel like he's delicate enough with her, but there are parts where he's like, your husband's a liar! <laughs> I know. It's like, because, I think he just sees how broken she's become. Yeah. And is trying to be... Not just be another voice in her head telling her something. He's yes. just trying to help her make sense of the situation. But also, he knows more and she doesn't. So he's like, no, like, I'm going to tell you what it is. Yeah. And he's he wants her to put the pieces together. He wants her to know that he thinks that she's smart. Like, she's not crazy. Right. You know, like, she they're talking and the gas lights turn down. And she sees it and she's, like, thinking she's nuts. And he goes... Is there anyone in the house other than me, you, and Elizabeth? Because the gas lights just went down. And she's like, you see it too. I love when he says that because then it's just, like, you can see the look on her face. Like, oh my god, someone else noticed it. Yes. Like, she knows in that moment, like, maybe she's not as crazy. And, like, it, just him being there, I feel like with everything that he says to her, she slowly comes out of this, like, fuzz that she's in yes. and realizes, you know? Even more so when... They hear noises above, and he's like, what the hell is that? And she's <laughs> like, oh, good, you heard that. And so it basically, like, starts slowly coming together. She's like, yeah, um, you know, Gregory, he leaves every night because he's he's got a studio because it's so crazy in here, and then the lights dim, and then there's noises, and then he comes back, and then the lights, or, like, before he comes back, the lights turn back up, and there's no noises, and he's like, so How he convenient. leaves, <laughs> right, and then this shit happens, and he comes back, and it doesn't like you do you understand what this sounds like and she's like no but like nobody can get upstairs and he's like oh because and she's like oh yeah like the, it's all boarded up she's like it's just my aunt's things up there and he's like well he's like no maybe no one can get up through that door but like he can get in through the roof and your aunt had these jewels he's like she's like oh uh, uh, and he's like i mean he's like you know like you know who's up there right and yeah. she's like no i i it, he couldn't be. And it's like, okay, yeah, so you know. Yeah. You know this shit looks, you know, real sus. Right. And so it's he... It's the denial stage of this. And that's the thing. We, she hits all of those stages in the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie. Yes. Yes. It's amazing to watch. <laughs> so he, like, basically tells her, he's like, yeah, um, that's your husband up there. Um, he goes out and he sneaks in through number five and goes across the roof um, and he's doing all this shit to make you think you're crazy because if he puts you away, then he inherits your property and then he doesn't have to sneak around to look for the shit. He can just do it in the open. And they bust into his desk and I don't know why they're in his desk. He, like, he goes to find the revolver, oh, which I don't know what he was going to do with that. Shoot. Maybe just take it away from him in case oh. things came to a head, which they do. But he already took it away, but then she sees the note in the desk. Yeah. The one that he claimed never existed. Exactly. <laughs> Further confirming that he's he, a piece he's... of shit. <laughs> uh... Absolutely. And they also confirm that the letter 
from Serge's Bauer. It's the same handwriting as her husband's handwriting. So Serge's Bauer and Gregory Anton, they're the same guy. Same person. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah. So he's like, oh, he's like, well, you know what you got? We, we got to confront this. We got to catch him. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to wait outside <laughs> and I'm going to get him. And you just, you take care of yourself, kid. And he tells Elizabeth, he's like, you take care of her. Whatever happens here tonight. And she said, what will I tell the master? And he says, he won't be coming back. But then... But then he sneaks on in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because the gas lights go up. That's right. I'm like, why did he fucking just, like, up and leave? I actually had a moment uh, where I was like, oh, my God. Because, like, when they were talking and they went back on and, like, that's, like, the signal that, like, he was coming back. I'm like, did they not notice? Are they not going <laughs> <laughs> to... I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to walk in and you're going to be in there. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, did they not notice? But then he finally was like... He finally looked around and he's like, how long have they been up? Yeah. But meanwhile, while they're all talking, we see Gregory in the attic shuffling about looking at things and he's about to give up his search, which makes me wonder, like, how many times he, like, if he was doing this every night, like, how often was he doing this and, like, how, why did it take him so long to find it, you know? Right, because that room was tore up from the floor up. Yeah. He's, so it's, like, weird. He even, like, goes so far as to stab into like the cushions on a chair to see if she hid them in the lining of the chair yeah like the attic is only so big and i'm assuming they've probably been there for like months right (laughs) i don't know but regardless he is shuffling about looking for looking through things he's about to give up and leave and go back out the roof and then he notices the dress from the same portrait that was hanging above the mantle it's like one of her costume dresses and he notices the shine on it and he goes over and realizes that the jewels are hidden within the, like, costume jewelry. Mm-hmm. On the costume. So he pops some suckers out, and he takes the rest, I mean, he takes the whole gown, because there's many more jewels on there. And then, this MFer, instead of sneaking back out through the roof, down through number five, and coming through the front door, for whatever reason, he just decides today is the day he's going to be sassy, and he comes in... He just comes through the freaking attic door. Yeah, the one that's supposedly, like, bolted shut. Yeah. And he just... I like the way he, like, he pops the door open, which is loud. It's like... And then he's like... <laughs> looking through, and then he pushes open the other, like, wooden bolted door, which also makes a noise, and he's just standing at the top of the stairs like... Hello? <laughs> I feel like at this point, what's the point of sneak- sneaking around? She's already broken. Right. And he doesn't know that Brian was there. So he could say, like, I've I've been home this whole time. I just had to get something out of the attic. You know, like... Right. Eh. Crazy bitch. Why did he have to do this elaborate thing of, like, leaving, going out the, do- the dark alley, climbing the roof of, like, another building to go over to his roof to come back into the house? I feel like... It's a lot of work. I don't know. She's already, like, going crazy. You've already made her go crazy and make made her think things that obviously didn't happen, so why couldn't you just sneak it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever, though. Whatever. So, he comes back in. He notices that someone has, like, finagled with the lock on his desk, and he's like, son of a bitch. So he calls Paul in, and he's like, what did you do? And she's like, I... I swear I thought he was gonna hit her. I Yeah. I've been waiting... A couple times in this movie, uh-huh. I thought he was going to hit her. <laughs> he gets, like, real crazy real fast. Mm-hmm. But he's like, why were you on my desk? And she's like, I wasn't. He's like, oh, was it Elizabeth? And she's like, no, it wasn't Elizabeth. And he's like, so it was you. And she's like, no, it wasn't me. It was him. The man. The man that was in the house. <laughs> the one from the field. And uh, she's like, Elizabeth let him in. Elizabeth, because he's like, well, who? how did he get in here? And she's like, Elizabeth let him in. So he calls her in. And he's like. But she's a G in the scene. <laughs> yeah. She's, you know, he's like. Who was the man that you let in? She's like, I didn't let anybody in. Your wife is, uh, crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody in here. Like, I didn't see shit. And so he's like, well, me and my crazy wife. Uh, but then Brian, like, appears out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, in the doorway. (laughs) Yeah, he came in through the roof. Yeah. Or the attic. Same as... What's his name? Gregory Sergis Anton Bauer. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I came in the same way you did, pal. And she's like, oh, thank God. Like, you, the look on her face, she's like, oh, praise Jesus, he's real. 
Just yeah. for, like, after Elizabeth was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're She crazy. goes back into, like, her spiral of, like, oh, my God, did I really imagine all of this happening? And because Gregory is now, like, facing him and they're talking, she knows. And even he sees that he tried to, like, break her again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, would I be a figment of your imagination if he's staring at me right now? Oh, <laughs> I know. Fucking crazy. So then they're, like, having a talk. And they send her away. I know. I don't understand. It's like a child. Like, go to your room. The men are talking now. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then there's, I, so this part always, like, kind of confused me. Like, I understand that, like, Sergis Bauer and Gregory Anton are the same person, and he murdered the aunt and whatever, but there were just parts of it where I'm like, so did he know the aunt? Did he not know the aunt? He was talking about jewels and like some admirer in a box from a wealthy family. I don't know. Some of that. The was thing that confused me, me was they mentioned that. So I don't think she, I don't think that he knew her. I think he was just there for the jewels, yeah. and the aunt was there, so he strangled her. And then you know because they mentioned that Paul is the one that found her, but she was just a child. Yeah. So, but he knew that she saw him, her or him. Yeah. Like stealing. I'm like, how old was he then? How much older is he than her? That's if she what I'm was saying. a child and he was old enough to be like a thief. Right. And this happened years ago. What is it, like eight years or something? I they say yeah. at the beginning of the movie, it's like eight years later or something like that. I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal, but you know, it's just it's but still weird. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. But yeah, so they have this whole conversation and you know, the dress and she was so smart to hide it in plain sight kind of thing. And Gregory pulls a pistol out, and a shot goes off, but I don't think it hit anyone, because then it, like, they drop it, and, you know, they chase each other, and Paula picks up the gun, and I thought, oh my god, she's gonna (laughs) shoot him, she's gonna shoot, and get her revenge, you know, whatever, um, but then it's just funny, because I feel like there's all this, like, scuffle, and- Commotion. (laughs) Right, and then the next thing you know, Brian's like, I got him, and he's, like, tied to a chair. Like Looney Tunes style. <laughs> he's tied to a chair in the attic. And uh, he's like, We got him. And so she goes upstairs and she's like, I want a moment alone. And he's like, He's listening. And she's like, He's not listening. And then she really gets her revenge Ooh, on this like yes. little crazy thing. Because he's like, He tries to like mind manipulate her again. And he's like, Just, just untie me, man. Like, look into my eyes. If you felt anything for me as I suspect you did, you should cut me free. Over there. I put a knife in the desk over there. And she's like, what knife? And she's holding it, and she throws it, and she's like, oh, clumsy. No knife here. (laughs) I'm always so forgetful. I'm always losing things because I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) She's like, she's really, like, letting him have it. I love it, though. I could have watched an entire movie of that. I know. Gaslight, the sequel. Exactly. The gas lightning. (laughs) (laughs) So she really, like, you know, lets him have it, and... She basically tells him he's a piece of shit, and then she tells Brian to haul his ass away. Which they do. And, uh... They escort his ass out, and... Although I do think it's funny before that, so, like, when they're talking, I think it's funny when she's, like, Surge... She mentions, again, like, the Surge's Bauer, and he's like, I mean, it's... Everybody everybody could have a stage name. That was my stage name! (laughs) I just didn't tell you! Your stage name is Serge's Bauer? That's the stupid That's word. That's where you landed? <laughs> yeah, it was either that or Muhammad. <laughs> Why the fuck would it be between that or Muhammad? God, what a sneaky fuck. I, I know. Him. I can't stand him. Whatever. But then, you know, Brian and Paula seem to be hitting it off, and then we got Mrs. Thwaites like, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that nosy bitch. <laughs> She was like really, really something. I know. Oh my god, incredible. <laughs> Love her. Love her. Uh, wow. I know. Yeah, it was quite the movie. Yeah, quite the movie. It's a good time. Good time. <laughs> good times all around. <laughs> all right, Sam. Since you had seen this movie and I hadn't, what is your rating for Gaslight? I'm saying five out of five, Woo! man. It's a confident five out of five. There's not a thing I don't like about this movie except for what a big piece of shit he is. <laughs> and his stupid name. <laughs> exactly. His dumbass stage name. I'm gonna go four and a half out of five. Yay. Uh, only because it was a little slow at parts. But other than that, yeah. fucking, it's fucking bomb, man. I thought it was crazy. Right? The acting. Ten out of ten. I the costumes. That. The pageantry. Yeah. 
Even the singing, sometimes. <laughs> the <laughs> piano playing. Uh, the house is gorgeous. Yes. Can't get over that. Oh, the I chandeliers? mean, it takes place mostly oh. in the house, and I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it so much. I know. Yeah, that house is definitely, uh... Top a, tier. <laughs> a goal. A goal of mine. I couldn't help, though, like, the chandeliers. Some of, like, the little, cu- you know, the glass around, like, where the gas would come out. They remind me so much of, um... Oh, my God. They're the champagne, like, what are they called? Coops or... Coops? Coops? Like, the cups you drink champagne from. Oh. Where they're, like, really, like... Small. They look like... Bo- like yeah, like, little bowls with, like, a... It's, uh, it's like a champagne glass, but, like, the actual, like, cup part is different. I think it's called, like, a coupe. Yeah. Um, but ever... <laughs> ever since I heard that those were designed... It, like, basically, like, designed after, like... I think it was Marie Antoinette's, like, boobs. <laughs> That's, like, all I see now. Inspired and by. <laughs> a lot of the chandeliers looked like they were, like, the tops of, like, like a coupe or whatever they're called. And I just, like, kept saying, like, it was, like, boob chandelier. Well, chandelier boob lights boobs. are a thing. It's, like, those yes. standard lights that, like, come in every house that look like they have nipples on them. Yes, yes. The tit lights. <laughs> so crazy how do they how do they manage doing gas lights and houses if there's gas pumping through and it's enough to light something i don't know isn't that like pumping gas in the house yeah well there was uh but so like, the stanley hotel actually had an explosion yeah because some of something similar like a maid was supposed to go and light all the gas um in the rooms but there was a gas leak and so in the one room she went into kablooey yeah, didn't kablooey. Wouldn't that? I feel like that would be like a common thing yeah. to have happen. But, I could see that for sure. I don't know. That's why we don't do it anymore. <sighs> no, no. I do like the gas lights on the street though. Me too. The little lamps. Yeah, it's very. I don't know. They do that in New Orleans a lot. I see. That's awesome. When I went there, they had like the lanterns lit. So cool. I know. That used to be someone's job. I know to go out around and light the stuff. Yes. What a different world. What a time. I know, I know. Now I can't even get a live-in Pizza Hut guy. Tell me about it. Maybe Tell me about future. it. Oh my god. I hope to be so rich one day that I can just hire, you know. Build a Pizza Hut on my land. Right. I would just love a personal chef. Ooh, yes. You know. I would treat I would treat you so good. I promise. Cook for me every day. <sighs> well, anyway... That's I guess, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's all we've got to say on this movie. Let us know what you think about Gaslight, if you've seen it. I feel like no one talks about this movie, so. Yeah, it's it's old, um, but it's worth your time. It's oh, worth yeah, your while. check it out. Check if, it out. If you're in a noirish mood, which we hope you are, because that's what we're talking about all month long, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Stay in. It's getting colder. It's, uh, we're getting into the hibernation months where, uh, we just want to eat ourselves to death and, uh, throw in a black and white movie. Yeah. Tis the season. Yeah. Uh, and if you, so I own it, uh, I own the movie, but if you perchance do not, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine why, um, if you just Google the movie, it should pop up. It is on Roku TV for free. So, you know, you're welcome. Get on that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Free streaming. Yes. And of course, if you have watched it, you can let us know by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. Is he a piece of shit? Is he worse than Guy? I don't I know. So. We all think so. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, unless you don't. I want to know why. Uh, we're also on YouTube, which we still have not... We have, well, we're still in the process of figuring out the visuals, but our audio is up on YouTube. Yes. We're running into some snafus on that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's proven to be a very tricky process. So, hey, you know what? Hey, uh, if you don't want to tell us about Gaslight because maybe you haven't seen it or don't care, uh, give us some tips on how to get our shit on YouTube, how to make a video. Slide into our DMs yes. and, uh, let us know. Because we are not tech savvy people, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so also, also, there are some new movies coming out this month. We are covering them over on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. We usually review new movies that are out in the theaters. We do some topics, some spooky topics and horror where we just kind of talk and give our thoughts on certain things like 
our thoughts about sequels and remakes and uh you know we we have rankings we yeah. ranked all the friday the 13th movies Ooh, we should do another ranking soon i we feel should. like i feel like in my my blood there's more coming Absolutely. maybe for scream Ooh. Ooh, yes the scream is coming that's true. That's true. That would be a good one. Yeah, that'd be really easy, significantly easier than Friday the Thirteenth because that was difficult. so fun. Yeah, <laughs> so so many less movies. But for just a few dollars a month, you can help support our show and have access to that bonus content. Yeah, we're pretty unfiltered here, but we're really unfiltered there, and we we do get a little buzz. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a great time. It's raw. <laughs> get yourself some alcohol. Drink along with us. <laughs> I can hear you talking. Yeah. I swear. I, I can. I can hear you <laughs> <laughs> when you talk to us. We're all friends over there. Yeah. And then if you, lastly, if you would be so kind as to throw us a five-star review wherever you are listening, tell your friends, your grandma, your dog, your goldfish. Your enemy. Your enemies. We're trying to get our name out there and reach out to more spooky people like yourself, so we would appreciate the review. Yeah. Just a few minutes of your day, you know, no biggie. Not a big deal. I'm no not pressure. asking for much. No pressure. But it is the season, you know, the season of giving is coming. It's true. I usually say charity starts at home, but, you know. <laughs> charity starts on the, the internet. Of giving. <laughs> yes. The reason for the season of giving. So, thank you. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Liz. I'm Sam. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace.